Ashley. And I'm Caitlin. And this is Reading Between the Roses, a Bachelor podcast. So we just finished watching the first episode with Pilot Pete. Pilot Pete. And it was intense. I'm so excited to talk about this. You have no idea. Oh my gosh. It was so good. Like during that, I mean, first I thought, oh my gosh, three hours. Ugh. And I do, I will say it did take a while to watch, but sometimes I feel like I felt like I was getting my money's worth out of it, to be honest. Like it was juicy and it was more than just limo entrances, you know? Exactly. I thought that it was pretty eventful for the first episode, honestly. Like I thought it was pretty good. So basically starts off, you know, with all of the entrances, all the girls coming out of the limo. And as expected, there were plenty of airplane uh, entrances. There were some windmill entrances and a lot of jokes about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, sexy time. So, uh, yeah. okay. What'd you think about the girl? What'd you think about the girl who came in with like the windmill, like on her dress, like in the back, like wings and stuff? Yeah. I don't know. And then she cut, and then she says, are you ready for round five? Like, I'm like, I literally know. All right. Like that was cute, but now it's a little bit just, that's okay. So what, what limo entrances did you think were really good? And then which ones did you think were like bad, like bad? Okay. So in my opinion, I just think that the people that come out of the limo say hi, say something cute, like how nervous they are and they're excited and then introduce themselves, whatever, and then move on. I think that that's, that's what I would do. And that's what I feel like is the most relatable, I guess, and like classy to me. It's but the most normal. Like, honestly, who, exactly. who comes out on a oh, – this, is this isn't even a first date. It's like a, hi, I've never seen you in my life before. And they're like, let's talk about how many babies we're going to have. You know, it's just crazy. Like, nobody does that. Nobody does that. Whenever you first meet somebody, no one ever comes up and says, Hi, let's talk about how many kids we're going to have. One, two, three, four, five. Like, no one does that. No one does that. Well, nobody also, like, brings a cow and is like, hey, I have this cow. Nice to meet you. And I have a question. So you're, like, the whole, you know, bachelor guru. I'm wondering, like, what makes some girls do, like, huge extravagant entrance? Or not, like, what makes them do it, but, like, they've got producers and stuff, obviously, yeah. Right. So my question mm-hmm. is like, you know, some of the girls come in doing all these extravagant entrances and others just walk up like, hey, I'm a normal person. So it's like, obviously, the producers have to get together yeah. a cow and like a Ferrari or whatever that car was. Yeah, like the car. Yeah. Yes. The car. <laughs> so it's like, who do they pick? Like, hey, we're gonna, you know, spend this much money on your entrance, you get nothing, you just come up and say hi. Or like, I'm just curious about that. <laughs> Honestly, I wondered the same thing, but I think is what happens. I mean, because these people, like, they've obviously gone through, like, casting process, and they're sitting in a hotel for, like, three days before they even get to the mansion, and each of the contestants, like, they have producers working with them. I don't think they have one per girl, but, like, you know, maybe every five girls has one producer, and I'm sure they they think, and it's it's like a thing. Like, Bachelor Nation, if, if you watch the show, you know – Limit entrances is a thing. That's why it's not how normal people meet. Um, some people like to do extravagant and some people are a little more normal. So it's just kind of fun because I think night one is definitely like the most quirky because it just is. It, it's it's just funny. But one girl – okay, let's talk about a, a bad entrance. Okay, 
I, what was her name? Did I even write it down? I, I don't know, you guys. I'm looking at my notes, but it's all chicken scratch. <laughs> so I – the girl who came out of the limo and said, oh, I have really dry humor, but that's it. Oh, my gosh. I, I yeah. died. I'm like – She said, I have a really dry sense of humor, but that's the only dry part about me or something like that. Oh my- I was just like, no. <laughs> I thought – I thought that was – too far. I thought, okay, girl, like, sure. They make a lot of, you know, innuendos about the four times in the windmill and whatever. But I thought that was like over the line, like personally. Okay, no. You know, you know who I felt like was over the line? I don't know her name, but she was, she blindfolded him and then like <gasps> sexy talked in his ear and then she kissed him. And I thought that was actually really inappropriate. Like, try and do the roles reversed, right? Let's say right. it was. Mm-hmm. a bachelorette and guy does that and like that's like hey i did not give you consent like you do not like exactly. I or inappropriate oh that's that so was weird um i actually kind of okay i kind of liked the one girl who was like she had like the tsa screening thing and she was like um i think we have a large package up here at the main like i literally laughed out loud i thought that was so funny yeah, that was cute. Uh, See, that's like creative, but not like weird, like cow. too much. Yeah. yeah so the thing it's with the cow, cow, like, I mean, I don't know if you saw at the end of the episode when there's like the the, the credits or like with whatever Chris after Harrison. credit scene, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. And, you know, she leaves him with the cow. And then that's no. what I think. I go, I'm sure he's just looking at his producers like, what the heck do I do with this dumb cow? Well, like, what do you do with the cow? Like, honestly, I if that was me. I would be like, no one bring a horse or a pig or a tractor. Like, what the heck are you supposed to do with that? What do you do with that? And then she's all like, at first she was serious about it. Like, this is my emotional support cow. And then inside she was sitting there and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, emotional support cow. And then she's like, it was a joke. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, I know. Ha ha. I, I, I get it now. I but then – Kind of um, out walks Kelly, the attorney, and he knew her name, and they apparently already know each other. Yeah, they yeah. already met. So they already I'm met curious about that history. Very curious about that history because he at least knew. At first, I'm thinking, okay, you know, they 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 met in a hotel, whatever. Um, but he remembered her name. Like, it's not like. Um, it's gotta be a little more than that, right? I mean, it wasn't like yeah. he just saw her and they waved and took a selfie together, right? Like, it seems more exactly. than that. Well, yeah, because she said that there was a spark, and yeah, so there's definitely something more that, uh, to that, and I'm very excited because girls don't like the girls that already know the Bachelor ahead of time. They think that you know they have a leg up and they already have a connection with him or they're more special. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Okay. So did you see there was like three flight attendants, three flight attendants? First one was like, I feel so special because I'm a flight attendant. And then I was like, and I'm a flight attendant and I'm a flight attendant. It's like, you're not special. They knew who to look for. You gotta love how they, you you gotta know, love how they edited that together because I thought that was pretty funny. But then, okay, honestly, the most exciting thing was when Hannah B walked out of the limo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she made quite a moment. Yes, and I was thinking, like, can they hear all the girls screaming? Because they're, like, screaming super loud. They were, like, freaking out. They were definitely loud. <laughs> but I was surprised, like – 
I didn't know why she was there. I thought maybe she was going to try and go be in the house. I thought so, And then too. she just gave me wings back, and I was kind of disappointed. I was disappointed she didn't stay. I know. I definitely thought, like, oh, she's out of the limo, and she's going to be a part of the house. But he he kind of looked disappointed that she was just dropping off the, the pins. Like, she, he, he kind of looked a little mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. And then they had that nice long hug at the end. So that was, that was interesting. Well, and obviously we saw like later in the episode, we'll get to that there's more to come later. But then we have the first group date, first group date, the flight school. They go to flight school. Yeah, that actually looked like a lot of fun. Maybe not the whole gyroscope thing. Like the whole time I was watching it, I was like, oh, that looks like, I mean, I like a good obstacle course. I thought that looked fun. Yeah, the best part is when they're like slipping and sliding with those whatever's on the bottom of their shoes and then the (laughs) fan and like that actually looked like a lot of fun. I know. It looked totally like fun. Um, But what do you think about the girl cheating? What what was her name? I think I wrote it down. Victoria Victoria. P. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Kelly. Kelly. It's Kelly. Kelly. It's It's Kelly. Kelly, the girl that – yes, the girl that he had known – Yes, he um, met her before. Previously. So what do you think about her cheating? Do you think she should have gotten it or she should have um, given it up to the other girl? Oh, I I think she should have given it up. Like she totally – like she's played it off though. Like she was like – the other girl actually called her out and was like, you're, cheating. you're supposed to go all the way around. She's like, what? And then just kept going. Like she just was like, I'm not – I'm not – so that was – that was that was pretty messed up. And then she, I like, in one of her interviews or whatever, was talking about, oh, she, like, air-quoted the word cheated. And I'm like, why do you need air-quotes? You cheated. Like, Yeah, you exactly. I'm like, uh, so. you didn't follow the rules. I wonder if Peter even knew that had happened because right. I, I don't know. I just have a hard time thinking if he had really seen what had happened there because I'm sure it all would happen so quickly and, you know, I know the cameras got in. They obviously showed us with their little, like, diagram how she cheated. I'm sure it was just all caught up. But, no, she totally – like, I was upset about that. Like, I would have been mad too. She cheated. She cheated. And then she ends up getting the group date, Rose. Yeah, and she she even – after spending all that time – uh, uh, when with the prize that she won, which was the the airplane ride at sunset or whatever, after all that time, which with, sounds amazing. But yeah, so after the whole airplane ride that she got to do with him, she still wanted more, and she said you have to basically be selfish, and so she stepped in with another girl's time with him, and I don't know. Peter seemed really oblivious to all that though, because he even told her like you probably have a target on your back, and it's like. Well, I mean, she's not helping herself out by like cheating and interrupting people's time when she probably spent a good hour or two with them on a group date. It was definitely a very Kelly and Peter focused date. Yeah, it was, it wasn't a group date. It was like Kelly and Peter and then like other people that were just sitting there. So it kind of made me upset that she got the rose because it made me upset she got the rose because of how she'd acted like she cheated on the date and then he obviously got that extra time with her and then he still gave her the rose. I don't know. Like usually when I see these group dates, the person who wins the fun little game they play typically doesn't get the rose because it's like they already won that other thing. But yeah, I definitely think 
you know, she might be the villain of the season. She, I mean, they're making her out to be the villain right now, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Rose should have gone with mm-hmm. that sweet girl. The sweet girl, which her name was Victoria P. And she's the one who got really sick during the date in that yes, yes. whatever. I thought she's super sweet. I really like her. The virus, though. She, yeah. She seems super genuine. I really like her. And I thought it was so cute how he, like, got up in the middle of their talk and went and picked her some flowers. I thought that that was super cute. Oh, my gosh. That was so sweet. She says the guy's never given her flowers. Like, I thought that was sweet he did that. No, it was really, really sweet. So then next up, we have Madison's one-on-one with Peter. So it's our very first one-on-one date with Pilot Pete. I was excited. She's really pretty. I think Madison is super gorgeous. And yeah, they go, he goes to her, the house to see like the vows of his parents renewed. They renewed their vows. I said that weird. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, they, they went to his house to watch his parents vow renewal. And I don't know. I felt like that was a little bit weird because don't you feel like, meeting the parents like goes way late like later in the season i felt like just because he lives in the area maybe he was like listen Uh, producers i have to go to this vow renewal so i'll make it a date whatever (laughs) i don't know i just thought that that was weird (laughs) who knows i know it was kind of interesting but i thought i thought she handled it really well and she didn't she didn't make it into a very big deal i mean like yes the vow vow renewal was a serious and big deal but i meant the fact that he chose her to meet his parents first i don't think she blew it out of proportion so i thought it was a really nice date it was and i love i mean yeah and in typical like bachelor fashion at the very end he's like oh and i have one more surprise for you ta-da a private concert that's like what they do all the time and it's i mean i feel like you can't help but like fall in love in those kind of situations you're like oh they're just singing for us but it was so sweet because then his family came in and then his mom and dad got to be a part of it too because it was their vow renewal so I thought that was yeah and actually I really do like Madison I feel like the conversation that they had when they were doing their dinner part of the date when they were bonding over their parents long marriages and how they were raised and everything and she said something that was so sweet she said that she just wants for him to find his wife for him to find his Mrs. Weber. And if that isn't her, then she's yeah, fine with that. So because sweet. I know I really like that. And they had a very romantic day. I've never been that romantic. Like, and I've been married for eight years. That's very romantic. It was a fairy tale <laughs> date, as they said. So they were like very romantic. Yes. It was really sweet. So. I mean, she was, I, I'm pretty sure she said toward the date, you'll have to tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure she said she's starting to have feelings for him already. And I'm like, oh, on your first date? It's the very first one-on-one date too. But like you say, you kind of can't help but kind of be wooed by all that stuff. It was definitely fairy tale. So she she did say something along those lines. I don't think she said like, I'm having feelings for you. But it was definitely like, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised with how quickly I'm you know, having feelings for you or something. But it, it's falling. They always say, they always say I'm falling. Yeah, she didn't say falling. That's falling. next after starting to have no, feelings. It's starting to have feelings, then I'm falling, then I'm in love or whatever. I don't know. They have their own little bachelor code. I, right. Their, their bachelor scale yes. of love is – oh, it's so funny. So after that one-on-one date, we have another group date. You guys, this was like the longest first episode yeah. ever. But like I said, 
kind of I was kind of digging it. I was kind of digging how long. Okay, it was. so they <sighs> get they get the date card, and the date card says, "I hope this isn't awkward." So it's going to be awkward. And he says to them that a good friend set up this group date today, and they look in whatever building they're in. Well, he he actually said he actually said that. He actually said that he contacted one of his good friends and they set it okay, up. Yeah, so there's, I thought that was that's interesting. That's an important detail. He, he said he reached out. Okay, so he reached out to a good uh, It friend. is because you'll see who it exactly. is. Exactly. It's Hannah Brown. And not as it just mm-hmm. Hannah Brown. She's got a windmill silhouette thing or something behind her. Yeah. And so number yes. one, it's weird that she's there again. It's like week one and you've seen her twice. Number yeah. two, there's a windmill. So it's like, yep. okay, like way to rub it in our face kind of thing. But it gets worse. It gets like a thousand. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. she. <laughs> if you guys have never, just, just for the listeners, if you've never seen The Bachelor and you're just tuning in and you're like, what the heck's the deal with all these windmills? Okay. <laughs> what what are you all talking yes, about? Hannah Brown, Han- just the, the quick, the quick download people is Hannah Brown, um, Peter was on Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette last year, and he was in like the final four. They, she admitted and said out loud to everyone that they had sex four times in a windmill. There you go. So that that's the windmill. So not only do we all know because we watched it, but she decides to tell the real story of the windmill to his dates, and she tells it in all of them, yeah, all of them. in a detail. Yeah, not like detail, detail, but uh, it was <laughs> not too many details. Don't worry. People. It was really so weird. It was so weird. Like you could tell it was very, it would weird. have, I don't know. I would like, they were all kind of like fake laughing. A couple of them were just giving looks to each other, but it was really inappropriate. And I don't, and then she ends it with that is the real story of the windmill. We know the world knows. Like, why are we bringing this? The up? world knows. She already told us. It was so weird. It's like, she's bratting yeah, to I them. Like, that's weird. Yeah, I think they've taken – I mean, when we got to this point, I thought, okay, they've really taken it out of control here. Like, the, he's looking for his his new, quote, air quotes, wife, you know, or how the show says. And I don't, they don't want to hear about his past sex life with his ex-girlfriend. They they shouldn't have to hear about it. They already know. Everyone knows. The world knows. But you shouldn't have to hear about it again. With her standing right in again. front of you, too, telling you. Like, that was just like – too much. It was too much. And then, and then, of course, obviously, th- talking about this or something really got to her. She's talking, crying to a producer in the back. And then Peter goes back somewhere and finds her crying. Like you said, she she's crying. You see her mascara running everywhere. Peter goes back there and finds her. And this is where it gets juicy, people. This is juicy. what the episode is all about. This is what we are waiting for. And it it's okay. So. I personally don't think that this was planned. Do you, Ashley? I I don't. It this seemed like very legit conversations. Like they almost forgot the cameras were even watching them. Right. Honestly. Yeah. And like the, I noticed that like the camera work, it was like really wiggly. Like they're all like, you know, hurry, get the sound guy. Like get in the room. And so it definitely looked like it was not Where's the room. Yeah. And um, he said he started the conversation off with he was hoping that the first night that she came out of the limo that she was not just coming to drop something off but that she was coming to stay and I was like I knew it 
I'm telling you, my heart, when I was watching this, my heart just kept sinking and sinking. And I think I even was just like, oh, Peter. Like, yeah, I'm watching I it. feel bad for Peter it because so- it's frustrating because first of all, there's some stuff that maybe you know, Ashley, because you watch all the YouTubes and everything and read all the articles. But there were some things that they I talked did. about that like normal people <laughs> wouldn't know, like about things that were said off camera or whatever. But basically... It was just a lot of back and forth confusion between the two of them. But basically, it came down to the fact that she... I was going to say, to me, it really seemed like... This is what it seemed like they were trying to say, but they couldn't bring themselves to say it. That he was saying, I still wanted you. Why didn't you come after me? And he right. kind of did say that. And, she's, yeah. and she was... It seemed like she was trying to say, I still have feelings for you, and I want to be with you, but I fear that I'm too yeah, late. definitely. Because and she, it, it was so painful, so painful to watch. It really was. Also, just because I wanted to just jump in the screen and be like, will one of you please just say what you want to the other just person? Just say the thing you want to say. All she kept saying was, it's so confusing. It's so confusing. And, you know, it, this is what killed me. I wrote it down. Okay. Peter said, okay, so a little back history, right? On After the Final Rose, which is like, taped live after the show's already aired. They have everyone come out and they talk about their breakups and stuff. And and that's when she faces Peter and that's when she tells the world about the four times in the windmill. And then after she talks to Peter live on After the Final Rose, Tyler C. comes out and and they have this thing and she, on live television, asks him out on a date. If you didn't see it, Google it. Um it was like the cutest thing ever. It was also kind of awkward. They both kind of blushed. He said, sure. It, it didn't end up working out. He he went on a few dates with Gigi, uh, Gigi Hadid. Is that her name? That's her name. The supermodel? Well, yeah, because he realized he's super hot and he's a model and he could probably have it. Anyway. Uh, so he's, he's like, oh, hey, look, I got all these DMs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's super hot. So, like, yeah. That's what happened, right? She asked him out and that didn't end up, didn't end up working out. So in the episode that we're talking of, Peter then says to Hannah – did you ever think to ask me out? And it, oh, my heart sank. My heart sank when he said that. Because I can feel for Peter. I can feel for him. He doesn't want to be somebody's third option. It didn't work out with Jed. It didn't work out with Tyler. She's moving down the line. That's what I feel like is happening. Mm -hmm. And it frustrates me for him because he wants to give, he sees this group of girls that are actually wanting something more, you know, and that are wanting, and they know what they want and they're very open about what they want and they're waiting and they're ready and then you have Hannah who's like I don't know what I want I don't know but but here's the thing what Hannah said over and over again at the end of this episode was that you know she kept saying I don't know I I question my choices all the time she goes I think I just keep making the wrong choices and in her defense I do think that there's people out there who just no matter what they do they continually choose the wrong thing. And I understand not wanting to be someone's third choice, but I I don't know. I'm just this hopeless romantic and I want it to work out with them so badly. So badly. And it's easy for us to like yell at the TV and been like, you should have chosen Peter. But like when you're in the situation, you don't see all the behind the scenes stuff and all the conversations that happen behind closed doors with the, um, contestants. So I guess I can see that. I just, I mean, I just don't know. I, another question I had for you, Ashley was Peter had said that he felt zero doubt at all. Like he was certain that it was him and Hannah at the end. Right. And she said that she had zero doubts that it would be Peter and Jed. 
But wasn't yeah. it Peter, I mean, Jed and Tyler? Didn't Peter it, it leave, was. or was it them? Yeah. Oh, it, right. it so was. So Jed and Tyler. I think she was telling him that because – for, for a long time, I think this is what she was trying to say, was for a long time when there were still a lot of guys left, that's who she thought it was going to be because she'd always said there there was no red flags. There was nothing There was nothing wrong with Peter um, because even when she had Tyler, there was always this kind of risk and this mystery to him, about him to her. Um, and then when it was down to those three, she ended up choosing Tyler over Peter, which did surprise me. Um, but that's the thing. I think she said, you know, Jed always felt safe and comfortable and we all know she picked Jed and it didn't work out. But, um, I think in her mind, she, and that's what she was trying to tell him. She thought it was him. And then he goes, you never told me that. And she goes, oh, I didn't. And I, I think this girl, poor Hannah just keeps making all of the wrong choices. I mean, I don't remember their ages, but they're young. Like both of these people. They're younger than us. Oh my goodness. We're so old. I know. When did I get old? This is so crazy. (laughs) I'm not young anymore. I know. It's... <laughs> yeah, so. But here's the thing. I definitely. Do you think, in your mind, because you did see Hannah season and stuff, do you feel like you wish it would work out between them? Or are you are you over it? Are you like, Hannah B needs to go. She had her chance. He doesn't want to be a third choice. Like, what what is your mindset about it? So originally in Hannah's season, I was like, I want Peter to win. Peter's going to win. Like, I can sense their yeah their love. Like, I just feel like it's going to be Peter and Hannah. And then it was Jed. And so then I just was like, Hannah doesn't know anything. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I just don't feel like, uh, I don't know. So that's how I felt at the end of that. I wanted her to, to, when they were on the, after the final rose thing, it looked like they were all like (laughs) four times, you know, I was like, Oh, maybe they'll get together. So I was so excited about that. But now that he's a bachelor, I feel like he needs to move on. And I mean, I don't know the whole taping schedule, but I feel like in between after the final rose and when he started taping The Bachelor, if she missed him this much, she could have reached out to him. Like he said, she moved 20 minutes away from exactly. him for whatever reason. Exactly. So I feel like that her feelings may not be necessarily real or, or not as real as she thinks they are because there were all these months. Although she says, you know, I thought you wanted to be the bachelor. Like, don't play stupid, girl. Just tell him your feelings. Tell him what you want. But probably sooner than later. You know, I think it's one of those classic scenarios. Honestly, it seems like, I mean, this, I'm probably stretching the comparison like far. So everyone don't shoot the mailman, (laughs) okay? But I feel like it's one of those Romeo Juliet situations where the timing just keeps being off for them, you know? And it's like... You know, she made the wrong choice, didn't pick him, and then she 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 reached out after the final rose to Tyler, and then she's like, "Well, I felt like, you know, you didn't seem into me," and so he didn't reach out, and then she didn't reach out, and then he he became announced as the bachelor, so she just figured, "Well, hey, he's done," and then she and I think part of the reason why, as she as they're in this episode, and she's going, "I don't know, I don't know," and he's saying, "I kind of want you to stay." You have to remember, guys, she's taping Dancing with the Stars. As this is so going once on, again, as this timing. is going on, she's taping dancing with the stars. Yes, I saw in a so that day was her birthday, and I saw in an article today that after she filmed this episode, she went and learned the Roomba for her routine for Dancing with the Stars. Right after she did this, she was busy, and I'll be honest, I I don't think she's going to end up staying 
because we all know she wins Dancing with the Stars, and they they learn those they don't learn those dances in like one day because they aren't professionals. I mean, Hannah's no professional, so I I think that's probably why she was having such a hard time going. Do I stay? Because I think she wants to. I think she also probably doesn't want to compete again. I mean, she's already been through two seasons of this, you know, where she was on, you know, the the Bachelor for Colton season, and then she became the Bachelorette. And she already know. I think she already knows that she loves Peter, and she still has a love for Peter. But I think number one, she's thinking. I don't want to put myself through this again. And then she's like, the timing is just off. She's filming another show. I mean, that's a gig. That's a job for her. But I'm trying to think like, um, and so what, I think there's that. Conflict. What was even her point of doing that? First of all, I don't feel like she meant to cry and like break down like that, but she did. And I they ended up having a conversation about it. And I just feel like what she wants is for him to not be the bachelor and to be with her. She doesn't want to be on the show right. because. One, she doesn't have the time to. And number two, she doesn't want to deal with heartbreak again and all that stuff, I'm sure. So I don't... I I don't want to go through that again. They ended the episode with both of them in tears, just kind of not knowing what... They didn't come up with any conclusion, of course. It was like, next time. So... I well, to be yeah. continued. I hate when I, they do well, that. To be conti- oh, it's <laughs> but it's good because it makes keeps us coming back for more. But on the yeah. uh, little preview for next episode, they are kind of like back on the couch or chairs or wherever they were together, and they're like smiling, kind of hugging, embracing each other. But I still don't think Hannah's going to stay. I think she's going to say, go ahead, find your love, whatever. I don't see her in any of the other promos. I don't see her in any of the other promos. And like I said, she's filming that show. But maybe they're just clever with their editing because they have really good editors. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But real quick, before we close this out, um, I forgot to say, before the episode even started, Caitlin, there was that little tease in the beginning about – like something big is going to happen. Something happens. What happens? <laughs> Which tease? There, There's so many teases. Down, I wrote. <laughs> I know. All I wrote down was his mom says oh. she's crying. His mother is crying and says, "Peter, don't let her go." Mm-hmm. Don't who who's she talking about? Probably Hannah. I mean, who's going to like cry it's like that me. over somebody that they maybe just met one time? Unless it's What's her name? Madison. I don't know though, but I don't know. But I think I think that's from the I think that's from like one of the final episodes. I think that's uh, yeah, that yeah. So at the at the end of the show, they always bring home two girls to meet to meet <gasps> the parents. I have a theory. Maybe, maybe what? Because like all that stuff. Okay, they they did that whole teaser thing at the end, right? Where or at the beginning of the season where there was one rose left and Peter's like, I don't know what to do. What if Hannah shows up at the last rose ceremony or something crazy? (laughs) Like maybe because while I don't know, I don't know. I just don't think that the Hannah stuff is over. I feel like they're going to keep, I feel like she's going to keep popping up. I hope it's not. I hope it's not. Well, we'll just have to stay tuned for next week. I can't, I can't wait. wait to see what happens. I'm so excited. Wait. Well, I can't wait for next week because then we'll see what happens with Hannah. We'll get some more answers. Get some closure on that and chapter. 
Yeah. I need to Oh my gosh. I'm excited. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.